This JT the Brick Legends moment is brought to you by M Resort, the official team headquarters hotel of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, of course, I'm ready to assume a bigger role. I mean, last year it was, for me to describe it, it was a start. Uh, and that, that's pretty much the best way I can describe it. It's something to build on, it's a starting point, and we're just gonna build from there. And of course, like I said, ready for, you know, take on a bigger role and help my team in a, in a bigger way. That is Henry Ruggs III, JT, back with you, Raider Nation Radio. As we begin on a Monday, off tomorrow for the Aviators Day Baseball here. That'll happen a few times, not many, a few times this summer. So jump in right now if you want to. Matt McGloin will join us coming up here in a little bit as we're brought to you by the Henderson Hyundai Superstore. Proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Why pay more? The Henderson Hyundai Superstore has the lowest prices in the Valley. Search all of their inventory at HendersonHyundai.com and you can buy online and they'll deliver right to your home or your workplace. Great sports page today. All on the Vegas Golden Knights. Marsha show is on. Ed Graney wrote a great piece. Pressure. Knights applying it in waves and the Avs are feeling it. And then our teammate here, Vinny Bonsignor, wrote a great column on Trayvon Mullen and how the Raiders want him to break through at the age of 23 in his third year playing cornerback for the Silver and Black. We'll get into that content a little bit later on. Thrilled to talk to former Raider quarterback, former great Penn State quarterback. It's been a while, but great to have him on Raider Nation Radio. Matt McGloin joins us. Matt, good to talk to you again. I hope you're well. Hey, what's going on? I appreciate you guys reaching out. Yeah, we're thrilled. You know, the alumni department is amazing here. First off, before we go back to your run with the Raiders, what are you doing now? Because I know you're still trying to play. You were playing back last year, the XFL. How's your health? How's your status? And how much football do you have left? Well, I have no football left. Done, <laughs> done? I'm done, yeah. You know, listen, man, I, I, you, know, I, I, you know, sitting here today, I have absolutely no regrets about my career, about my journey. I've had the opportunity to play with a lot of great players. I've had the opportunity to be coached by some of the best coaches of all time. You know, uh, learned a lot about the game. Um, you know, it, it really, really enjoyed my time playing the game at Penn State, playing for the Raiders. Um, you know, it was nice to be a part of the XFL starting back up, mm-hmm. you know, last year. Um, but, you know, my journey is over, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier. You know, I'd like to think that I made the most out of my talent and my ability, um, you know. And, and like I said, I, I, I can sit here today and truly be happy about, about my career. That is great, and that's a great place to be in because starting early in your life, Pennsylvania All-State quarterback at West Scranton, and to live the dream and have a great career at Penn State, was was that the moment with your family, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your friends, where you were really groomed for that opportunity and you thought that that could possibly happen playing for the great Nittany Lions? You know, yeah, you know, I didn't know, you know, what, what the future you know, held for me, um, you know, I, I was a three-sport athlete growing up. I played baseball, basketball, and football, you know, my entire life, all the way up, all the way through high school. And, you know, probably around my sophomore year or so, football kind of started to take over for me. I realized that, you know, I think football and playing the quarterback position is something that I would like to do at the next level, at the, at the collegiate level, you know. And as you just mentioned, you know, I was an all-state Pennsylvania quarterback we had a pretty good football team we were a state-ranked football team um you know we won a lot of games you know I just couldn't pull a major division one offer um you know I, I like to think I just kind of got lost in the recruiting process but fortunately for me you know 
Penn State saw something in me that gave me an opportunity to uh, be a member of the team as a preferred walk-on. I was able to earn a scholarship a year later. And, you know, for me, I I wanted that opportunity. I wanted to play in front of a large crowd. I wanted to play in a big stadium, in a Big Ten atmosphere. wanted to play on ABC. wanted to play on ESPN. You know, that was the mindset. And I was recruited by some smaller schools. And, look, there's nothing wrong with going on the smaller school route. It's great football, a lot of great athletes. Um, you know, playing these small schools, small universities. It just wasn't the route that I wanted to go. Um, so I took the opportunity Penn State gave me and, uh, you know, and, and made the most of it. And, again, I, I can't thank, you know, Joe Paterno and Bill O'Brien and Penn State University for, for believing in me and giving me that chance to play uh, play the game of football. Matt McGloin's our guest. I can't imagine what that pressure must have been like as a walk-on to fight for that scholarship at such a big program. Take us back to your freshman year and what it was like with academics and, you know, being a guy that everybody knew locally as a high school great football player and the pressure you had to prove that you could make that team as a scholarship player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said it perfectly. You know, for me, obviously, you know, I said – expectations extremely high for myself i don't think anybody else at penn state expected much out of me i feel like for the first few weeks and you know first couple months there half the guys on the team probably didn't even know i was a member of the football team (laughs) you know so for me for me it was all about respect right that's what i wanted to do i wanted to earn the respect of the coaches i wanted to earn the respect of my teammates respect of the strength and conditioning staff so every single day i try to be the same exact person. Listen, and when you play the game of football, when you play the quarterback position, it's consistency. You know, that, that that's one of the most important factors to how successful you're going to be. If you can't do it every single day, if you can't be good every single day, you don't have a chance. And, you know, that's one of the ways early on that I think coaches started to notice me. You know, my teammates started to notice me, and they said, something. you know what, we can count on this guy. He delivers every single day. He works as hard as he possibly could every single day. He's well prepared. Um, you know, and I feel like, you know, once your teammates and your coaches start believing you and things like that, you know, and you believe in yourself as well, I mean, the, the, the confidence just continues to grow and grow. Um, I was surrounded by uh, not just great teammates, but great people, you know what I mean, who, who were very supportive. Um, you know, and I think that's why we were able to do some pretty good, pretty good things during uh, my career at Penn State. Former Raider quarterback Mac McGloin joins us. So very similar story from, you know, having to earn that scholarship to not being drafted in the 2013 NFL draft because I remember that draft and I thought you were a highly good, solid quarterback that would have got drafted late in that draft. So what was it like when you got the call from the Raiders and that journey began? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you know, for me, uh, you know, if I were to get drafted at all, my mindset was probably the seventh round or somewhere around there. Um, you know, seventh round came and went. I didn't hear my name called. But, you know, uh, for me, you know, in the conversations I'd had with, you know, some coaches, you know, the goal was to get into a camp and to get signed by somebody. And then once I got my foot in the door, proved that I was capable of playing quarterback at the NFL level, proved that I was able to process the information, um, make the adjustments necessary to uh, – to, you know, to be a part of, of an NFL roster. And, I mean, I mean, when Oakland called me, I flew out there for a workout. I think I remember throwing about 10 passes, you know, and mm-hmm. they signed me right after that. And uh, for me, it was just it, it, it instantly it felt like home, you know. And uh, I can't say that about some of the other places that I've played for, um, you know, in the NFL. 
And again, nothing against those organizations. They're all great organizations, but I never had that same feeling that I had when I was, when I was in Oakland. Um, it was just a perfect fit for me to be able to wear the silver and black every single day. Um, so many great people inside that organization. I mean, lifelong friends, you know, um, it, it, it was just, you know, the, the right opportunity for me. Um, and again, for, forever grateful to, you know, Mark Davis, the Oakland Raiders, and, and then that fan base and how supportive, um, you know, they were in, in my four years there. No doubt about it. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I was there with my son Christmas Eve. Derek breaks his right fibula. You come in and then you get the opportunity the final of the, the following week, the shoulder injury. You were poised there to go on a run. I had John Radio, I remember, locally there. People were ready for you. They were devastated by the car injury, but it was a very good football team, and you prepared all year long in that role if you were called on. Walk me through what happened, what you remember over those two weeks, and especially the injury. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I know, I'll never forget, you know, standing on the sidelines and watching, you know, D.C. get hurt in the Colts game, you know, and, uh, you know, D.C. and I were good friends, um, you, you know, worked together for – I was his backup and, you know, for three out of my four years there, you know, and instantly once he went down, I just saw the look on his face. I knew, I knew he was injured. I knew he, I knew he he wasn't getting up and I knew he wasn't going to be able to continue. So, you know, to go out there and, you know, those guys did a great job of kind of embracing me, stepping into that role for that Colts game. Um, You know, we were able to get out of there with that victory, but yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I thought, you know, we were able to make a run again. Um, you know, and uh, it just, I guess it wasn't meant to be, you know, um, you know, it was really unfortunate. Um, you know, I, I was looking, looking forward to getting back out there, you know, um, again, but the team was great. You know, the coaches were great. Everybody's supportive. Again, unfortunately, it just didn't turn out the way that, uh, that I had expected, um, you know, but hey, look, it is, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you, you had a hell of a run, and a lot of people believe in you still, and they believed in you because they knew you understood and you had a grasp of the Raiders' offense, and you were there for a reason and should be very proud of your legacy with the silver and black. What are you doing now? You're a young guy. You just said this chapter of football ended with your great education, your leadership, your family. What do you want to do next? Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, you know we're back home here in, in northeastern Pennsylvania. My wife and I, we, we have a two-year-old son. Uh, you know, which is, it's, it's the greatest thing in the world. You know, he keeps us busy, you know, it's so much fun. Um, you know, being back home, um, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot of work now for Sirius XM and ESPNU and Big Ten Radio, you know, which, which I enjoy doing. I actually just, you know, started up a a small quarterback school here in in Northeastern Pennsylvania, you know, um, Mm -hmm. it's great being back out in the field again, throwing the football around and, and teaching, you know, some of these kids here in northeastern Pennsylvania where there's a ton of talent, you know, always good football throughout Pennsylvania. Um, so, but, but like I said, man, you know, love the game of football and, you know, whether it's being on the field coaching it now a little bit or, or talking about it, talking about Big Ten football, things like that, you know, I hope to continue to have football in my life as I move forward. Matt, you won't believe this stadium and what's going on in Vegas. I'm sure you're going to get out here. The <laughs> alumni department is all about that and connecting guys like you with players that you played with. But uh, I'm hoping that you have a game or something circled to get out here and see the Raiders play in Vegas. It's going to blow you away. I, I, I can't wait to get out there and, uh, you know, see that stadium, see that field, see that atmosphere. You know, to be honest with you, anytime I'm, t- I'm talking about the Raiders, 
I can't get used to saying Las Vegas. <laughs> I just can't. You know, it's, it's, it's the Oakland Raiders for me, but, but, I, but I'm working on saying Las Vegas. Great, Matt. Good to talk to you. Thanks for making time with us. We really appreciate it. All the best. A- anytime. Thanks so much.